Metaphysics Rantcast, Metaphysician 7. I'm getting good with this ID in the show thing. Um, in any case, so the, the actual, the, the content creator, from what I kind of surmised from, I just, I just kind of, like I saw that this, this, this conversation was happening and then I kind of clicked through some videos. And from what I could generally sense, from what I could surmise there, it was like, there was this one content creator who turns out she's from Ottawa. I guess she blew up in the past year called L Mills and she has some video that's like burning out at 19 I'm like you blew up <laughs> I'm like damn man blowing up at 19 I was trying to like ID some of the some of the the footage in the, in the video to see where I could see it was from Ottawa but uh, anyway she I guess she's blown up she's like done like a lot of comedy sketches that's her thing she's pretty funny um but I, I can tell it's like a certain kind of a younger audience that she has um, but I can appreciate the humor but anyway the point is she has, she has a breakdown of sorts um and then she kind of posts a video which she eventually takes down she's kind of going off about like it, it was a mental breakdown it was like a pretty you know aggressive breakdown she takes the video down she says she's gonna bounce back from producing content for a while and then she bounces to the uk for a while to hang out with some other video creators and so on anyway so this conversation comes up and it was an interesting theme about um so you blow up in a in a land in a in a new world of what do they call that? What do they they basically call? I think they, I didn't realize it, but they're calling YouTube like the new Hollywood. Put it like this: I didn't actually. I'm very unfamiliar with a lot of these. Like for the past, you know, I don't know. However long these there's names that keep coming up, and, and I'm like, I don't know who this person is. I looked them up, and I guess they there's like there's been past few years has been this kind of um, surge in YouTubers blowing up. And so they have theoretically made it in the sphere. It's the same thing as somebody blowing up in, in whatever musical genre. Like you blow up playing indie rock. You blow up playing rap. Playing rap. You blow up rapping. Or maybe you're you're a graffiti artist and then you become Bansky, like a level of Bansky or something. There's all these various like creative arts that people blow up in. Um. And a lot of it is dominated by this. It's this new space that we're in, right? Like people that blow up on Instagram, Instagram models, uh, people blowing up in skateboarding, BMX, soccer, like people just posting shit and then they blow up. Anyway, so she breaks through with, I can't remember whether it was one specific video or it was like a series of videos, but you know how these things go. It's like, suddenly something 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 snaps some takes off right and then um now you get all this increased attention and then you know most people would say some shit like oh you broke through you you've made it you're living it up and so on but yet you have you, you're not being grateful for the fact that you did in fact blow up you're also complaining about having success you know what I mean and I don't know whether it's because new media is kind of considered frivolous still even though 
I think we've literally landed in this space of this is the dominant form of 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 media, and what 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 we consume on these channels is the dominant. Like for me, Instagram is TV. You know what I mean? Like anyway, and YouTube for that, I guess to an extent. What I'm saying though, the point I'm making is, um, you know, people think that because it's treated frivolously, it's like if you break through. And maybe this is my own side point that I'm making here. It's kind of perceived as like you see these people and you see, oh, this is this, this a joker, and they've they've kind of they've made it. So why are we? Why are we empathizing with their mental health battle? And it's like anything, man. I mean, I don't know. Try being anything. It doesn't matter whether it's a creative art or whether it's the, you're at the call center or whether it's it's like I don't know. I don't, know, I don't want to draw make par- parallels here, but it doesn't. It, I think any reasonable and reasonably intelligent person should be able to see what happens in the creative arts to see how much attention people get to see that you got constantly it's not even like a, a, a paparazzi scenario it's not even the classic paparazzi scenario where it's like the cameramen them are following you around and you're not asking for the camera it's literally now people have their own cameras in their own faces you know what i mean your own phone is in your face you're compelled to at least feed the audience and the masses with content video audio of any sorts audio might always be better because you don't physically see people i think i think that's the thing like some again the personality types some people i'm not saying she's either one of the personality types i'm just saying not everybody can have a camera in their face all the time you know what i mean and even if you're more naturally leaning towards that at some point you're gonna have it's gonna weigh on you um and then you know so i don't know so it, it was kind of it was an interesting conversation um because it's just, it, it, oh yeah so this is the other thing i was gonna say but then i tried to backtrack on it but i'll bring it back now <laughs> was um you know even it's, it's like you could be as skid row as possible and then you get to the you, people start working at call centers and then the classic the classic okay so you yes you're grateful I mean, maybe, maybe okay. I don't know. You, you you can't ignore some of the stress part that comes with it, right? Like I've spoken at length about call centers on this show. Um, there's a reason why it has a very high. Like Google it right now. If you're listening to this, Google mental health and call centers. But then the conventional kind of argument is, oh, you should be happy that you're you, you get a, a check. You know. Same with Tim Hortons, and then you go to you go to Tim Hortons, and then like seven out of ten you know of the co-workers have a shitty attitude and you're like hmm i wonder what that's about <laughs> you know what i mean and that i was being sarcastic in case you couldn't tell <laughs> so um this is kind of the thing but then you know i don't know you make the best of everything i guess i guess it's a corny way to kind of it's a corny tangent to go off but anyway the original point about all of this was that do not negate when you see a basically a media person seemingly in distress do not dismiss it as just oh you're spoiled because you've blown up and you've made it and therefore you shouldn't be complaining about anything because we all would 
whether you would like to be in that position or not, the idea that they shouldn't complain is, is I don't know, it's ignorant. Um, and I, I mean, I've been talking about this on the show too. It's like, you know, even when I tried to pursue what I, what I always seem to refer to as public DJing because <laughs> it was like, I guess, it, yeah, it's like DJing in private and then the real private is in the home. Then there's the next level of that, which is the radio. And then there's like, I don't know, this isn't a, this is a vague hierarchy here or vague levels. But then the next level is trying to do it in, in, in clubs. And then that becomes like a, a weird, you know, dynamic of having eyes on you. And you're kind of like, Ugh. but meanwhile, there's plenty of people who try to DJ in clubs and they don't even get in the door you know what I mean they don't even get the residency period um, but again you gotta be you gotta know yourself I guess that's the real thing Forget what, regardless of what other people are saying about how you should how they think you should feel it's your mind it's your body it's your spirit it's your life so you gotta you gotta make it work for you as an individual you know what I mean anyway I might hop back in on this topic because I'm going to leave and then I'm going to most likely think about it a lot as I walk and then <laughs> I may record whenever. Respect for listening, folks. Also, shout-outs to, <laughs> shout to the loyal listeners. Um, like I always say, you never identify yourselves. <laughs> I throw the... the, the I throw the the contact info, I guess, in the in the in in the bio and the blah blah blah. Maybe I should go. I should go do some more in depth analysis of the data and see because you can see. I can see. It's like who listens on iOS, who listens on Android, who listens on iTunes, who listens on 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 the actual Anchor platform, who listens on. There's some other ones, Spotify and who listens on Pocket Cast. You can see, I can see all that. So whichever one has the most listens or whatever, I'm just going to try and infiltrate the, if it's straight up on Anchor, I'm just going to put my email there. And then if y'all have something to say, hit me up or, because I can see that people are always listening. And it's one of those things too. I'm, I, 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 this is tied to the, this is going to be actually tied to the, how I originally started off this rant about um, Miss L. Mills and her battles with mental health and basically having blown up. Um, see, on the very small, small level of this is getting caught up in the, the numbers, right, or the views. I don't really follow them. I don't pay much attention to them. Like I've always said, I think I've said this a few times, like it's more about building an archive, specifically though on it depends. Like Twitter, I don't follow numbers at all. Instagram, it's more about building an archive. And when I upload the new episodes of this, I always see the uh, numbers of the last episode. I really wish I didn't have to. It doesn't really affect me. I'm just saying that I just rather not even have to deal with it at all. Because it's good to, you know, just be doing things. Like, I don't see myself stopping this at this point unless I like for whatever reason something happens or there's some drastic life change that I have that I have to stop recording and so on 
but I see the numbers. So I always see that there's the X number of people that always listen. And it's weird too because I published three of these in, in an episode. So it's kind of like, or sorry, I published three of these, two or three a day. And you can see that people listen to each and every one. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Whoever you guys are, much respect, shout outs. I at one point wanted to think I had an idea of who, but I don't, I'm not even sure anymore, to be honest. I'm positive one of them is the people at Anchor who, who always listen to whatever show gets published to see if it's worth promoting or whatever or worth blogging about. Anyway, so yeah, so the numbers. So don't, so the numbers can, you know, there's people out there that are focusing on like trying to get more views or numbers and it's kind of like, is that all it's about? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like I said, I've, when you've been doing something, it's like ballerinas, maybe ballerinas. You know those dancers? Um, yeah, ballerinas. I have the I have that classic scene in my mind of like, it's like the older, kind of like with dyed, dyed hair dancer and then she's like instructing all the various other dancers. Like, she's like yelling at them and shit. That's what I'm thinking of. I don't know if it's ballerinas, but anyway. Um, them doing that their whole life and then like, for whatever reason... You know, they um, they get caught up in like the one mistake that they make in one, not recital, but dance performance or it really hits them when they don't get into like whatever the, the main Juilliard or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's that kind of a feeling. Like, I guess for some people, the numbers are that kind of a feeling. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I'll hop back in. Thanks for listening. Peace. <laughs> All right. So there was a scenario last night that kind of signaled to me that now in addition, I'm on the growing list of, you know, self-education that I'm pursuing and, and on the growing list of you know, individual skills <clears throat> that I need in my own life moving forward. Um, I now got to add, I guess it's like crisis management or suicide prevention because I'm walking home and I know this is going to be dark, but this is the reality of what happened. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't sugarcoat this because people want to be positive all the time. Um, I'm walking home, it's like 11, and I get a series of texts that insist that I call um, somebody, let's say. Now, this somebody, this person, they're clearly in crisis, like, when I call, they're clearly in crisis. And, you know, without overcomplicating it or over, you know, trying to, trying to add any more details to make it seem more compelling is basically just a extreme mental health breakdown that involves that was like you know somebody may somebody was on the verge of ending it and so i at that very moment now have to with absolutely with some rudimentary skills and talking people out of things um talking people out of suicide committing suicide and so on I now have to sort of 
workplace suicide prevention hotline. Um, and so I keep them on the phone for what must have been two hours. And then at one point, the phone disconnected. And I had to call back. So, then, so it was like an hour and a bit. And then the phone disconnected. And there was like another 45 minutes or so. Um, and so, you know, I, I did whatever I could. I tried to maintain a level of no emotional reaction, no kind of like getting too um, animated or nervous sounding or anxious or making too many pleas. You know what I mean? You don't want to be saying, don't, don't, please don't, and, you know, to strike up any kind of emotions within the person on the other end of the line. And I don't know. I don't even know that's a real tactic. I just know that. That I that I, that my best scenario was remaining as level-headed as possible in the scenario, um, and not not becoming animated myself, which I guess naturally was easy to do because I'm not exactly not the most expressive or animated person. But I kind of heard so basically the the the, the themes were. There were two people in this person's life, one who essentially used him for sex, the other one cut them off. And this is in like the three or four hours prior to them calling me. I don't know, maybe five hours. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is one of them cut them off because they feel as if the person is constantly depressed and it's bringing down their vibe, so to speak. And then the other one was just like a dating scenario, you know, one night standish scenario, which was just, again, a result of the internet. We know the sites, but, um, yeah, it was just, you know, it was like a, a one night stand used for sex money. And then there was some form of like there were some insults thrown some kind of like you know personal shots taken at appearance and also um just general foolish dismissive comments and now so as i'm hearing this now these these might not seem in and of themselves reasons to want to commit suicide but the person clearly it's like it's compounded when You've been hearing these sorts of things. When you have all sorts of tragedy in, in, in your own individual life, you know, some of these little things will spark a train of thought that may end in impossible suicide or death. And, you know, maybe it's one of those things, as I'm saying this, I've fired off a, you know, you don't know what the level of response, because I don't know this person that well. You don't know the responsibility level. I mean, you've taken it on yourself now to play suicide prevention hotline. Um, and you're kind of learning as you go along. In any case, I was able to talk them out of it, at least then. Um, hold on a second. Give me, uh, give me one second here. Yeah, okay, so... You... And then my, my kind of go-to was just keeping them on the phone, giving them some advice. Just tell them that they're so early on in their journey 
that in their own life journey that at that age, at that particular age, it's like these things. Yes, there's trauma that dates back in the childhood, but these things often. I think I think I think my um, my real example was like, you're not going to remember these people in one month to which they laughed. So my like, guys, right, so we're sort of getting somewhere. Um, one second, just one second. All right, I was just doing a, I was just checking in on him. Now, so you, you become basically the comedian, the suicide prevention hotline, the advice giver, the wisdom bestower, and then so on and so forth. <sighs> I just tried to tell them like you got to get to one of these to what they have they have something called YSB because they're trying to move okay so first of all backtrack they're trying to move out of their family home in which um, the parents are fairly dismissive and um, they they say that they're not really like the best parents they don't really care now and I'll be honest, like in my head, I'm like, could this theoretically, you don't want to be putting people in compromising positions. Like I can't be taking people in. You know what I mean? I've done this before. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't go. I mean, you do it because people need help, but then I've done this before and it often doesn't, you know, it doesn't address the actual, what needs to be done. Uh, meaning using the various, the, using the infinite services, that exists in the city um but you wouldn't know about unless you actually go searching for them and this is i think where couch surfing can often become a crutch how do you say couch surfing can often be a um a detriment to anybody making progress because you because the person couch surfing never actually makes you know it's, it's a weird balance there's people who can become com- com- perpetual couch surfers. I've dealt with them. It's like when you really dig into their story, you're just another couch that they've been surfing on for X number of weeks, months, or even years, actually. And um, they never, because they don't want to accept that they need the services, they then never. Um, one second. It's almost ran out. I'm going to pick this up in another uh, rant, but thanks for listening to this. I know it got this dark talking about metaphysics and then now talking about suicide prevention but needs to be talked about so next rant we're gonna pick it up